What's up, guys? Welcome back to the One Broke Actress Podcast. Happy Sunday or whatever day you are stuck in traffic in your car. My name is Sam Valentine. I am your host. If you are new, welcome. This is the podcast where we tell the honest truth of the acting business in LA. And today we're going to get into one of your favorite and or maybe least favorite parts of being an actor. But before we get to that, I want to say thank you guys so much for your feedback last week with Sean's episode. I hope he taught you something about your union, about commercial sessions, about just being a good actor in LA in general. Uh, I really, really loved that episode and I am super excited that you guys finally got to listen to it. Also, a short note for you guys, please stay tuned to the very end of today's episode because I'm going to make a special announcement about what is going on in April. So listen all the way through. I promise it'll be worth it. Don't fast forward. That's so lame. You're going to miss all the good stuff because today we have on Leah Hubner. A lot of you guys read my article about redoing my brand, uh, which sounds so lame when you say it out loud, but... Uh, I had to take new headshots and I've used the same headshot photographer for the past five years, I think, for especially commercial shots, but also theatrical. And her name is Leah Hubner. You guys probably heard of her. You've probably seen her shots all over Instagram. I think she is fantastic at her job. So she and I sat down and talked all about the world of headshots. We also talked about her acting career and how she has shifted her acting career to just taking headshots at the moment, how acting was no longer serving her and no longer made her happy and how making that choice was really the best thing for her. Cause I know a lot of actors get to a point where it's not fun anymore and nothing about it is joyful. And we really get deep into that today. And I'm so excited to get to talk about it on the podcast with her. We also get into all of the questions you guys had about headshots, how to make them less stressful, how to identify different types, the themes that she's seeing, the the way television and movies are working towards certain types of shots. We're going to hear it all today. So, whew. It's a doozy. You guys are going to love this one. Lots of tips and tricks, lots of write down on a notepad kind of things for your next headshot session. So without further ado, please enjoy Leah Hubner. First of all, thank you for your time. It's I'm the middle of the Thursday. thrilled to be here. Um, I'm glad the sun is setting so that I could finally steal some of your time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Leah shoots in natural light and this is the only time you can steal her. Totally. Um, <laughs> why headshots there's so many different types of photography so many different entities of that particular realm mm-hmm. so why headshots well I moved to LA seven years ago now wow I'm old damn um <laughs> when I moved I I when I was in college and stuff, I did a lot of photography on the side. I was a theater major, costume minor, photography. Those were the three loves of my life. And then when I moved to Los Angeles, I saw all the incredible headshot photographers that I wanted to go to, the Dana Patricks, the David mm-hmm. Mullers, the Joanna DeGeneres of the world. And I was like, man, they're so good. I can't afford them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on my savings, literally squatting on the like seven grand I brought out here that right. I'm like, I... And I also fully believed, like, okay, I'm just going to sit on this, and then when this runs out, I'm going to be an actor. So, like, done. Uh, did you, when you came out here, did you have your own headshots? Uh, yeah, I just from took From somewhere a, else? Uh, from me. Did you take <laughs> I own? took my own. And that's actually what, when I, so I saw all these incredible headshot photographers that I just admired and everything, and I was like, uh, I just think I need to figure this out and I have a camera so I'm gonna try it so I would just literally I had nothing to do during the days because I didn't get a part-time job because I assumed like no well, you no I'm seven, gonna be an actor you had seven grand. I had seven grand and I'm gonna be an actor in five <laughs> days so we're good you were good um, so I would like set up my tripod and run around my cute little house in West Hollywood trying to duck away from my roommate so he wouldn't see me like taking photos of myself but I would just set up my camera and like click and at the time I didn't have an auto focus um lens so I would have to like put like a broom or something like put something in its place and like focus on that and then I would slide in like perfectly and like uh, of course there were tons of out of focus and stuff but you really had to hit a mark Truly, (laughs) while also like looking cute and doing all the things. And of course, I was just trying to get a good photo of me, didn't give a crap about like what mood was I going for? Because at that time, seven years ago, it was just you just needed a good photo of you. It didn't actually have anything to do with like what 
the needs are now. Yes, and we're going to talk about that. Yeah, we'll so totally much. That. Um, so I was just trying to get a good photo of me, and then it took a long time, and then finally, boom, I figured out the lighting. And once I had figured out the lighting, I started. Um, I found one headshot that just killed it, and I started going out all the time. And my mm -hmm. friend, I did at this point. Fast forward, we're probably like eight months into me being here. I started work. I was working at a restaurant, and my friends were like, "Who took your photos? You're going out all the time." And I was so ashamed that I took them that I would be like, "Oh, it's just my my friend," and they're like, "Well, who's your friend?" And I'm like, I, "They don't they don't do this." Really, I was talking about me. Wait, that's so interesting that you were getting your own, you got your own photos and you got your own auditions. Yes. And so, but you were ashamed of that in that early new actor way because it didn't fit in with what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't afford the big guys. I couldn't afford this right. and that. So it was like, mm -mm -mm -mm, can't say, at least I just have a good photo of myself. And was going out. And then finally. Did you have agents? Um, I ended up getting with Lemon Lime at okay. the time. I targeted them so perfectly in the sense of like, I'm going to be as the like Zoe Deschanel quirky kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But then the minute I like signed with them, I was more the girl next door, which they didn't have at that time. So I ended up booking quite a bit with them. And it was just this one headshot that oh, I had chosen. I had edited and all of that. What's that? That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. And then. Because uh, to me, you are much, you are a little too pretty for the quirky Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you. That's very sweet. No, but, but in like, if we're talking headshot terms, like well, castability. I also don't play that. Like, I just am not the quirky. I'm the wholesome. It, mm -hmm. Just like you, you mm -hmm. know? So I could, it was a stretch. Yeah. But it, I could, and that's what got my headshot. That's, that's what they saw in me. But right. then I was brought in for something. I eventually started realizing my type was something else. So... Um, there was just this one photo of me. It's, it was like period piece. I would go out for, I know you know this, but like mm -hmm. an 18 year old. And then I would go out for a 32 year old <laughs> yes. on this same headshot. And I'm like, how is this happening? But anyway, it got me a lot of work. And then finally a friend of mine was like, okay, who the fuck took these headshots? <laughs> like, I need to know who your person is because I've, I booked a national, I booked this and that. And they were like, this is so unfair. And so I was Which, by like, the way, you were killing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I was doing pretty well. Did you think yeah. that like that's just how it was done? Also, like a you, bit. you got a good photo. You were doing things like yeah. I yeah. must th like my seven grand's gonna take me for the next seven years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there were like you know a little hill and valley. Yeah, to of, it. Course, okay. of course, of uh, course. That definitely was like I, I yeah. I quit acting for a minute at mm -hmm. one point because I was like maybe I want to be in fashion, and oh, so I quit for like. A week, I didn't tell Lemon Lime or anything. I was just like, I'm not going to do it anymore. And so you like mentally quit. Yeah, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> it's like also <laughs> called taking a vacation yes. in other people's <laughs> terms. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm over this. <laughs> and uh, I went and worked at Hot Look. I was just like a receptionist or whatever. But it was like, maybe I would end up in like as a buyer or something. I was there for about two days and I wanted to blow my brains out. I was like, wow, yep, this was, this is not for me. And within a month of that, once I like decided that I went through two weeks of that cause I felt like I needed to. And within a month I booked my first like national and I was like, oh, okay. The universe is telling me <laughs> something, <laughs> you know, anyway, that's that. So yes, it has, it was great, but there were also moments I quit and then would come back to it, quit and then would come back to it. And it just, you know, love, hate. Was the headshot being a thing that got, that felt like it got you in so many doors? Did it, that end up interesting you? Did you end up taking other people's photos of friends? That's well. So my, my friend Caitlin in particular, she was like, okay, come on, who took these? And I was like, Okay, it was me. And she's like, what? I could have been taking headshots with you this entire time. Like, what the <laughs> heck? And she was like, well, take my headshots, please. I'm signed up for David Muller for theatrical, but why don't you take my commercial? And I was great. like, yeah, sure, great, whatever. She was like, what, what, do you, what do you want for it? And I was like, dinner? I don't know. <laughs> Took her headshots. Her appointment with David was a couple weeks later. Her manager calls her the minute she sends the headshots over, and he's like, um, he's a fabulous gay man, and I owe, I owe him my business. If it wasn't oh for him, I would not be here. Um, but he was like, um, who the fuck took these? They look like you. They're not too photoshopped and they show your personality. Who is this? And he, she was like, oh, it's just my friend Leah. She just like took them. And 
he was like, um, give me her contact info. So he calls me and he's like, honey, um, I'm going to send you like 10 clients, get a website, get an Instagram, like get it together. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm an actor. I, no, 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 I don't want to do this. And he's like, no, I'm telling you, you have an eye for it. What did you charge Caitlin? And I was like, dinner. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> okay, um, $150, 20, how long did you do it? And I was like, two hours. And he was like, great. Two hours, 20 edits, and that's when you found me, actually. Wait, really? Yes. You found me. You, I think you were friends with one of his clients that he sent to me because you were one of my very, f- like, you were in my first chunk. I, yeah, because I, God, that's so funny to think about. I thought, so Leah and I met because I was told to take headshots with somebody else who was pregnant, I believe, mm. and they were going on some sort of leave. Oh, And right. they said, you should meet Leah, and I was like, oh. Right. I just need to do this because I just, I just, I don't like lingering to do list yes. items. I was like, fine. I just give, who, give me your number, whoever. And I remember you called me and you were like, I'm moving. Yeah. I am in a little back house. I promise you'll still get good photos. Are you okay with this? And I was like, I already like this girl because she's honest and she's not trying to be some up and coming like artiste. Not mm-hmm. to what, not to say what you don't do is very, very creative. But there's just not this like heaviness to it. Right. And that's what really drew me to when we first started shooting. So, so yeah. yes. So I yeah. was in that first group, really. You were cool. in the first, you were probably one of my first 20 clients. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't even know that, you yeah. guys. I think yeah. that's so cool. Uh, yeah. So I've known Sam for a long time and I am Sick. thrilled that she's come so many times to me. Um, yeah. Like three or four now. Yeah. 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 yeah totally. So cool. It's All been so nice hairs. to like watch your career. It's fun. It's amazing. A yeah. weird ride. No. <laughs> you're doing, you're handling it well and gracefully and beautifully. So, oh, yeah. that's a sound bite we shall pull for myself <laughs> later. So, when you started getting more and more clients as an actor, what were you kind of figuring out? I, well, I just assumed that, that for a long time, so I've had my business for five years. I stopped acting last year, so it's okay. probably been a year since I haven't. So I had my business for four years while I was still um, doing my business, or was shooting photos. And at first it was like, during that time I was only shooting maybe three or four people a week, if that. Mm-hmm. But it then people started telling people and I've never once publicized it is solely referral based and it all started because of that manager um so wild it's crazy I don't it blows my mind um it's the best thing about LA is that you just tell people you can do stuff and then if you can back it up you're gold I I I say that to everyone all the time I'm always like LA is the one place you actually can't if you have some weird random skill someone will pay for it for sure someone will Yes. Um, you just have to be confident. Yeah. And back it up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it was lots of referrals. And I would say it was year two or three. It, re- it First, it wasn't very hard to have to reschedule people because that's I ha- had a huge disclaimer being like, I'm an actor, first and foremost. So, like, if an s- audition comes up, please understand that we might need to reschedule, mm-hmm. but I would get you in within the same week or whatever. That started becoming less and less possible because I started booking four or five days a week pretty consistently. And once my demand started getting so, so high, I just was like, I, I have to choose because it wasn't feasible anymore. Like, because now I do a mini session and a full session because I have three mm. beautiful hours of natural light. So I am able to get two clients in a day. And once I started booking more than just one a day it was like I can't reschedule uh, two shoots to go to this one audition that is like a possibility you know did you feel like that answered a lot of questions for you about acting that you wanted to do your shoots and not go to an audition totally I would anytime I would get an audition I would be like fuck god damn it ah <laughs> uh, shit now I have to oh god like it and the, I remember listening to your podcast with Brian Pataka oh sick and here it was around that time I was like hmm that you did that what a year and a half yeah, two years yeah. ago maybe year or so ago, and yeah. that was when I was starting to feel a little bit of this like I think I need to choose I think I need to choose and it was that that made me go hmm hmm I think I know what the answer is because I was getting the the idea of like I just don't want to do this and at this point I was working with actors that I just knew wanted like 
and at this point I was also going in, I was very fortunate to start going into a lot of TV rooms mm -hmm. and that pool. This is like when you booked Veep, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. It was, it was shortly after Veep and then I did Henry Danger. It was after Henry Danger that I was like, I just don't know if I'm, I, I just don't know anymore. And then I started realizing like only 10 to 15 people get called in for those roles. And it was one thing when I was just doing commercials and denying an audition, but when I started realizing like, I'm denying an audition that has a spot, like only 10 to 15 people are being called in. And if I deny it, no one, they're not gonna fill it with someone who, it's not gonna be like, oh, now we just need to fill a spot. They're just gonna stick to the people that they've already called in. Yeah. So I'm actually taking a spot away from the people that I am taking photos of on a daily basis. Oy. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Um, there are people out there who I, it's not for me to be sitting here going, ah, God, I don't wanna do this, but I guess I'll go and blah, blah, blah. No, right. let me give this to the person who's like, I am dying for that opportunity. So it was time, when I just started like realizing it, I was like, I, it's, it's my time to bow, bow out for now, at least, um, and give the people that I'm seeing every day a chance. And, you know, and I just, I started realizing, too, with um, a difference I was feeling between acting and photography is, I, I think we all have this idea that, you know, we all want to help people. Like, you're a very mm -hmm. giving, caring person, and... You know, I think for so long I held to the ideal that my acting is going to be my way of giving mm -hmm. and, and giving back and sharing that part of me. And then the more I s was doing the auditions and stuff, I was like, I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling that. It just feels about me. It feels about my ego. I found I was excited anytime I could say I was on Veep. Like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. And that's something I will never... Honestly, it was kind of after that that I was like, I don't think I have to do any more acting. <laughs> like, <laughs> I worked with some of the best, so I think I'm good. Yeah, like, uh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it was the ego of it. It was the idea of, like, I want to brag about this. I want people, you know, my ex-boyfriend from when I was 16 years old to see me on his TV and stuff. I... Dude, that is so <laughs> that is so big of you to say though. No, because I think that gets lost in the ether because people just assume and I've been just as guilty, if not, I mean, I've probably am guilty of this often that when you picture yourself getting a role, it isn't just about that role. It's mm -hmm. about I will you know, like I you know you're listening right now and you're like, not me. I love the art. No, you also want to post the photo on your Instagram. Yeah. You also want to add the credit on your IMDB. You also and I get it because that is cool, but if that's the thing that like keeps you going, then it's not sustainable. Totally. And I think it's yeah. really cool that you figured that out and also that you're willing to talk about it because I can't oh, totally was there some this is not at all what I intended this conversation to be about, but I think this is fascinating. Mm -hmm. Was there some bit of you that felt like you were quote unquote quitting or like giving up no Great. I think actually no it wasn't a hard thing I wasn't like oh my god this is everything I've ever worked for you know ever since I was five years old I've said Hollywood here I come uh -huh. that was like my first email address when I was 11 Hollywood here I come yes at comcast.net <laughs> you could probably still email me <laughs> but lord I haven't logged into that account um, oh that is amazing so I knew I wanted it but my what, it's so funny, I look back and I, I think about when I moved out to LA and I said I wanted to be a name when I moved out here. And little did I know, my headshot business, it, my name is percolating around this town more than I ever think I could have done as an actor. And I love this version of me so much more than the actor. Because like I said, it was ego. I would walk into every room. Like If I walked into a room and I saw you in there, I'd be like, oh, I love Sam, but oh, God damn it. <laughs> it's Sam, of course, you know? And I don't, that's not a way that I want to feel. And I just yeah. decided to like, I love being able, the main reason I love shooting is I get to find something I fall in love with with every person. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, this person makes me feel this way. God, I fucking love them. Or this oh, person is that. just, their energy, whether they're trying or not, it's just coming. You know, and so I'm able to just love those people more than see them as a competition. Um, and then on top of it, like my, my ego acting drove my ego, but photography feeds my soul. So I just really feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be helping. The biggest thing was when I booked Henry Danger. It was an incredible experience. It was my last acting experience and I'm so glad it was so much fun. It was a play, you know, like it was three days of being on set and it was lovely. 
But at the same time, I was getting a lot of people reaching, a lot of clients reaching out being like, I booked this and I booked that. And just the joy that brought, like that is more fulfilling to me than what I was doing. And that's when I was like, okay. <laughs> like this is the feeling I was looking for yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. And then on top of it, I just know, now I realize like being on set was fun and lovely, but it is such a waiting game. You just sit there and sit there and sit there, and I'm too much of a doer to just <laughs> sit there. So I was like, this isn't sustainable for me for the rest of my life. Even when you're becoming the top of the top, I see it and I'm like, yeah, they're working all the time, but they're doing the, or they're, they're acting all the time, they're in front of the camera all the time, but they're still doing the same thing over and over and over and over. Isn't it funny? Because <laughs> it looks so magical. Yeah. But being on a set, you really have to like being on a set mm -hmm. because it can be like being in a doctor's waiting room totally. with craft services. Oh, that's 1,000% what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And then you should be ready to go the second they call your name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. wipe everything off your face, touch up your go. lips. Yeah, <laughs> go. Please don't do me right now. Yeah. Uh, so did it feel any different when you kind of let that go because there's there's a lot of actors out there and I don't want to say that I want people to quit because I never would say that right there's a lot of people who I think no longer find joy yeah. in this business yeah and I don't think that every moment of any business is joyful but if you can't find more good than bad mm -hmm. then I don't really know if it's for you in totally. the long run if you could say something to an actor who's like really not enjoying this business anymore, what would you want to say to them? <sighs> Oof. I don't even know if it's enjoying the, it's enjoying acting per se, correct? Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, I think a lot of people who are driven to acting end up, if, if they end up, coming to this realization, they're going to find something else in the business. It's the business that's magical. It's the industry. It's what we're doing here and what we're making. That's what's magical. And that's what, that's the fairy dust that we followed here. So it's just a matter of, I've found where my fairy dust was leading me, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just think it's a matter of, you know, it, just trying something else. Like, I wasn't willing to give either up for a while. I actually thought, like, oh, my God, how amazing would it be if I, like, keep the acting up, book, start booking, you know, co-stars, guest stars, potentially recurring, but still having my business. And, like, that beauty of, like, both of those growing at the same time. And, like, if I'm a series regular, wouldn't everybody want to shoot with Hubner headshots? And, like, having that, uh -huh. you know. And so, and do I think that that could potentially still happen? Possibly, because the beauty of still living in L.A. is it's always here. It's never going to leave. And you're you surrounded know? by actors all the time in the time. almost an accidental way, yeah. which is what I tell people to do for networking all the time. Yeah. If you feel like you don't really understand networking, then go join a club or go get in a part of a business and someone will be in the industry. Yep. And absolutely. you can make a friend. Totally. Totally. You, you guys, you and Brian talked about that too. I remember We did. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Love He's so oh, great. Yeah. He'll love this. So good. He'll love yeah. this. Um, do you want to talk some, a little bit about headshots? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just like what I'm seeing now and what's happening. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, listen, what is, let's start out with this, right? What has changed the most from when you were first got here, which is what you were saying, which mm -hmm. is what I first did. Yes. Because I will tell you, my first headshots were just me being pretty. Yep. Absolutely. And that's all they were. Me being pretty in different outfits. Yep. There was zero talk about casting. Yep. I think the headshot photographer had me put on a headband at one point. <laughs> and I was like, he was like, you're just like pretty little liars. And I was like, I'm never going to book that. But yeah. I just took a bunch of headshots to be pretty because that's what I was told to do. Totally. Now... It's very different. Extremely different. So talk me through how the business has changed. I would say, so I also, same thing, first came out here. It was all about just be your best self. Like your shiniest picture. Your shiniest <laughs> picture. You better than on your wedding day, better than everything. And, and now we have that every day on Instagram. Hello. So. <laughs> but what I, when I see actors start like having a little bit of a hard time or like still so clearly tied to that notion, I have to be like, I know that you think that this should be your best day. It actually should just be a good day. Like it's, you want a good day. You want a day oh, where I you feel that. good. Um, it doesn't even have to be a great day, just a good day. 
Hopefully not a bad day. That's right. all. Um, but yeah, the, it has changed so much. I would say in the past two or three years, we started getting more personal. It became more about the personality coming out. Probably mm-hmm. about three years ago, it was like, can we see their personality? I would say in the past year to two years, it has completely shifted to show me exactly what you can play. Don't show me what you can't play. You know, like, Sam, you're not going to walk in and be like, I need a nerd shot. I'm going to be like, that's so cute. No, you don't. <laughs> I absolutely have those from a headshot thing previously. I was wearing a yeah. Hogwarts shirt and some purple glasses. Yeah. I will never get yeah. cast as that. No, no, <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, it, may, it might be fun to have. It might be fun for personality photos that you're willing to do that. Yeah. That's great. But, like, realistically... You don't need it. But yeah. I'm never going to be the person to say no. Like, I, I have had some people come in who are actually the people that are going to be playing some more charactery roles. And they come in and they're like, I need all these leading lady shots. And it's like, great, cool. Even leading ladies don't even need leading lady shots anymore. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll definitely get that because you need to look fabulous. And if you feel fabulous, let's absolutely do it but like let's not spend all our time doing that let's focus on the characters and stuff um but I'm never gonna say no to someone god that helpful Honda dealer look is every single person walks in with a blue polo uh, it's got to be so annoying for casting directors now seeing like at first I think it was helpful and now it's like no everyone's in a blue polo so if that breakdown comes up Everyone looks the exact same, uh, but I'm sure there's still room for it. But I see that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we need that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll take two seconds. We'll keep moving. Um, um, yeah, what is uh, in that that change is happening? Do you think it's because casting is happening so quickly these days because there's so much more content? Yes. Uh, I think a lot of people, a lot of actors come in and they're like, casting directors have no imagination. And I'm like, that's absolutely not yet. Not true. I um, actually dated a casting director. Mm. My previous boyfriend was casting director. And uh, I saw it. He had me sit down one day and he was like, I'm looking for like a um, New York paramedic kind of guy. And he was like, do you want to help me look? And I'm like, oh my God, yes. Absolutely. I think everyone should do this at some point, by the way. (laughs) Find a friend in production and have them show you. Yes. So I sat down and... It was casting in New York, so it's no L.A. actors, so anyone in L.A. don't get excited or bummed or whatever (laughs) it may be. But uh, it was so fascinating just seeing what he was saying. And there was a guy that popped up that was wearing, like, and this was maybe a year ago. He was wearing the scrubs with the stethoscope and this and that. And at that time, I thought that was kind of cheesy. Like, mm-hmm. a couple of my clients would do that. And I would be like, okay, we'll do it. Because clearly your manager needs that from you. But <laughs> that's not normal. But we, he hovered over this one guy. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, no way. And he goes, no. The fact that this guy has... Um, scrubs and stuff it makes his package so perfect he's wearing it in the photos so therefore he's going to wear it in the audition which means that when I send it to the producer who has eight projects right now there is just no question that that perfect little package is ready to go and I was like wow and so the more I thought about it the more I was like it's not that casting directors don't have an imagination it's that there's no time they don't have time they have to send it off and it is more about like they're casting five projects at once to the one that maybe they were used to casting, you right. know? So it's, there's just no time. So that's why a headshot is so important now and making sure you're getting like the roles that you play because we, we just see it, they see it in an instant and they go, yep, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Great. Yeah. Move along. And uh, a, they have a very limited budget. Totally. In that time period. Totally. And they're scrapping for jobs just like we are. Absolutely. Like they are not on a system anymore. Guys, like your casting director wants you to get this job so they can get to the next role. Like mm-hmm. it's, yeah, we just want to make their lives easier. Totally. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. And it's just, it, it actually frustrates me a little bit when I get actor, like, and then I have to explain this whole thing and I don't mind explaining it because, you know, the more we educate each other, the better, mm-hmm. but it just frustrates me when I hear people like, oh, well, the casting directors have no imagination. I'm like, no, 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 no. That means you need to re like, that yeah. also is an energy you're bringing into this audition or uh, into this headshot session that yes. maybe d- it doesn't need to be here. Like give everyone a little bit of a break. Yeah. You know? Everyone's doing the best they can and moving at the pace that this industry is moving so fast. in. I think someone told me there was over 
I think it was him actually. He told me there was over 400 active shows There's across the platform. 500 this year. Yeah, and that was l- a year ago. So yeah. I can only imagine. There's like it's like 512 or something like active. that. Active. That's not yes. talking about friends that's just on or no, no longer on Netflix. But 512. I think it was 512 like currently filming Unbelievable. shows. Unbelievable. Which makes you <laughs> be like, it's weird. My email inbox is just not blowing up constantly. Well, another thing <laughs> I learned from him is if it's a certain role, he has four best friends who are all actors, who all are very different types. And he's like, it could be any of them. I'm just going to put those four on tape and only those four on tape because I trust them. I know that they're going to do well. And it's going to be one of them. The yeah. end. So I do think there's also, as much as there's so much out there, I also think there's a lot of, like, rubbing elbows. In a good, you know. Yeah, and that's, I mean, as someone who's been here long enough to understand, that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. Because if if you were, you know, going to go into business with your friend, you'd want to pick your friend who's who's been around, who's reliable, totally. who you want to hang out with Yeah. on, like, a... Tuesday night at 1 a.m. Totally. Like that's it's also just about trust. Yeah. Like I think a lot of times with young new actors, we can't trust. Like I think one of the biggest tips I can give my actors, uh, what I saw change for me, especially theatrically, um, I know you're not supposed to list your commercials, but mm-hmm. on Actors Access, there's not a lot of commercials. Mm-hmm or commercial breakdowns and stuff. So I would list my commercials because I was in huge, I was in Starbucks, I was in Century 21, Subaru, like I was in Domino's. I was in really big names. And I noticed the minute I put, I think it was Subaru and Century 21 up there, I got an audition for the Mindy Project. I was put on a veil. I was like, it was no, and I hadn't been in for a TV room once. And there was something about knowing that those big brands trusted me helped them go, oh, great, it's all about trust. Because the casting directors need to know that, you know, like I'm not going to be some crazy person running up to Mindy Kaling, even though I would, because I do love her. (laughs) I'd be like, oh my God, I love you. There's Uh, only so much we can do. (laughs) But, you know, they want to make sure that I... So if these huge brands that they know spent, because most likely these TV casting directors were probably in commercials at some point Mm -hmm. or shadowed people who were commercial casting directors. So they were able to be like, oh, wow, I know what goes into that. I know all the hoops you have to go through for commercials. I was going to say, and oftentimes commercials spend a lot more time in casting than theatrical has time to do. Absolutely. That is a great, very interesting tip. I know you're supposed to say commercial upon avail, but I know that the minute I did that, it changed my auditioning for sure. And then I was able to book something, and then once I had my first TV credit, it started helping even more. I love Um, this. So, yeah, that's one of my big tips for actors as a previous actor. Love that. Um, When it comes to getting those specific headshots... mm -hmm. As advanced as we are in type, do you still stray away from, like, scrubs and a stethoscope or a policeman hat or that kind of a thing? I don't, unfortunately, because if it was my choice, we would not be doing that. We would maybe wear a blue shirt that maybe hints towards nurse Mm -hmm. and maybe give, like, I would go more hinting, but use it in an expression. So like we're in a blue shirt that's a V-neck. So cool. It could maybe be a scrubs top. So maybe we're going to do an expression of like, I'm here for you. Or, you know, like a thought is going to be, or like, I hate to break it to you, but you know, like Mm -hmm. we're going to change the face and what the face looks like. So I don't love doing the props. Do I have a stethoscope at home for my clients? Yes, I do. (laughs) Uh, Because I do get, there are some managers and agents. It it all just depends on how long they've been in the business. Yeah. Do you feel like it's more effective though for them to not do those type of photos? Do you, I just had a small stroke. Do you feel like it comes across cleaner in photos today if they're not using those it kind of just props? Depends. I really, don't, I don't know. Because interesting. I think what we were talking about with the casting director that I used to see, he like he was happy to see a stethoscope in the photo because he knew, great, that's going to be an aud- in the audition. He has something to play with. He has something to like work oh my on. God. You know. So I I don't know. It just kind of depends on. What for do I think it's necessary for a commercial? Uh-huh. No, 
Do I think it's necessary for a theatrical TV film? Possibly. So interesting. Mm -hmm. So what I tell clients to do if they need a nurse look, I'm like, please, we'll do some with with and without the stethoscope, with and without a mood, and just some with you happy. You're a pediatrician now. You're working (laughs) with kids, you know? I Uh, like that. Yeah. What are the most common looks you're seeing? Hipster is the biggest right now. And it's just so funny that, what, seven years ago when I moved here, hipster was not a breakdown or, or was not a... Uh, character type. Which is so funny because I also think the definition of hipster has changed. Absolutely. Because I would say like you're kind of hipster because you're kind of boho. I'm-ish. Yes. I am the sil- I am a Silver Lake hipster but I think there's all these different variations of hipster. There's the Venice Beach hipster. There's the Silver Lake <laughs> hipster. There's the New York hipster. The Brooklyn hipster is going to be different than the Silver Lake hipster. So it's really getting down to those gritty things too. <laughs> it's like it's not just hipster. There's five different versions of that. I just picture like the influence influencer hat totally oh totally oh <laughs> but I guess I, like influencer is a yes. type of hipster totally totally absolutely um yeah so hipster I see a lot um the that blue polo is I see it all the time um, <laughs> I think yes all the time um I've been getting a lot more period piece stuff lately mm-hmm. a lot of people a lot of women especially bringing in period Mm -hmm. piece um it's very interesting when men bring in a period piece shirt of some kind even just like a white linen button down of some kind and to get that period piece like game of thrones ish outlander vibe is very interesting because a lot of men don't do it um i will say women come way prepared than men generally not that i'm like trying to throw men under the bus here but um men come with like here are four options whereas with women I'm like bring or I, I tell everyone I'm like bring as many things as possible bring more than you would think because <laughs> something might neon is the hardest color to photograph like highlighter colors because they turn like white in the sun like with the light oh so people are like it's a great pop of color and I'm like it's gonna be white <laughs> when we shoot it and you're gonna have a reflection of the neon on your face interesting it's so funny but um so it's like when a girl's like so I brought this for commercial I'm like I'm so glad you brought another option because that neon is not gonna work you know mm. so it's like bring more than you could possibly think mm-hmm. like bring your closet I'll narrow it down because um, I do I basically do a 10 minute like styling session with people if they don't if, you know, if if they're like, my agents and managers need this and this and this. Some people, like you, are mm-hmm. like, this is exactly what I need. I'm like, done. <laughs> Great. Awesome. I mean, you guys should know that I come with a notebook. <laughs> and it's lists of outfits, lists of what exact show they're for, uh-huh. and a character type all laid out. And oh, yeah. I think it makes it really easy. Like, we did so a thousand easier. photos in 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. In seven outfits? Yeah. Seven or yeah, eight? Yeah, we did your backups, too. Yeah. yeah. We went through everything. Totally. And we yeah. chatted. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And we caught up. <laughs> yeah. But that's totally. because I got really specific. And I, I want to talk to actors about getting specific about their headshots because it used to be that pretty thing. Yep. And I think I also had a commercial agent when I first got here who wanted, like, you're a police officer, you're this. But I don't think that anymore that would work for me because it wasn't exact casting it's to show types. yes you know like you could play a maybe undercover detective but yes that's because you're in a leather jacket or you know whatever mm-hmm. but you're not going to be the like I'm in a cop uniform yes and I think that a police officer on uh you know all rise or a lawyer on all rise looks different than what a police officer or a lawyer looks like on better call Saul totally and I think you have to get literally that specific, you guys, because if you don't, it just gets mushy mm-hmm. and a little blurry. And I used to take photos, and I'm using myself as a huge example here, mostly because you've taken so many of my photos too. I used to take photos to think, it's like buying a black heel, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy this black heel, and it's going to go with all of my clothes. <laughs> so I'm going to get the most standard black heel, yeah. because then I can wear it with everything. Mm-hmm. And casting no longer like picks black heels like you no longer until you are a name you are a type and it's just you have to get specific so let's talk about uh how do you think you could help actors niche down their typing for their headshots before they get to you because I'm sure if you've seen some examples of people showing up a little Mm -hmm. Mm willy-nilly and confused (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and it can be hard, especially if it's the mini session, but mm-hmm. it can be hard to really, like, 
narrow it down. Oh, will you explain that really quick, what your mini so session is versus your... So I do a mini your... session, a 45-minute session. Um, it's usually results in four to five looks, I say, or mm -hmm. four to six, but sometimes we can get more in there depending on how quick we move, how much we settle into it, how prepared you are, that kind of thing. Um, but with mini sessions and if people are like, I don't really know what I'm needing, then I'm having to make a quick judgment call on the spot for what I think their types are. Mm -hmm. And I never want to be thought that I'm leading anyone astray, but I, I think I've developed a little bit of a casting director brain from doing this mm -hmm. in the sense of being able to at least get near the types that they would play. But I never want to be liable for if for some reason, like I'm way off and oh, they, of you know, um, I think the biggest, my biggest piece of advice right now, because I think this breakdown is out there so much is, um, let's see the real you, the authentic you, you know? So, and if that means you wear, you know, heavy black liner and nose rings and all this stuff and like normally like you're not normally the hipster or whatever mm -hmm. but you play that and they're but what is the version of you that feels the most real mm -hmm. bring a couple versions of that because we will get to it we will make sure we have that because I I see that all the time and the more people who are so uniquely themselves and so clearly like yeah, this this is me. This is how I dress on a day to day basis. Like yeah. they're usually a little bit more successful because not only do they have the characters, but they also have the just unique, authentic them shots. And I, if you're sitting out there and being like, "I'm not unique or authentic," I think I feel you. I used to be that person, mm -hmm. and I will take photos in like a a white t shirt. Yeah, and like wear my hair down, and like that's me on a day to day basis. Yeah. like a plain white tee. So. Uh, I don't think that should be your only headshot. I think you're really like yeah. really going with the black heel version if that's yeah. the only thing you're doing. But if you're just feel like I had a couple of people reach out to me on Instagram when I told them you were coming and they said, especially women um, who younger, younger women said that they had trouble. They felt like they were just kind of a basic girl, not to say like a basic bitch, which is very much type, but totally. like a basic girl, <laughs> yeah. which I feel that I used to feel like that all I the do time. Too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which is so funny because I feel like you're so much more interesting. I <laughs> know. <laughs> 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 I, I have felt like a fraud my entire life. Like okay, I, great. yeah, no, so, super me no, too. Yeah. Still yeah, yeah, some yeah. days can't uh, figure no. it out. Yeah. <laughs> Cecilia's <laughs> raising her hand across there. <laughs> our Laurel Canyon creative also feels the same way. But if that's, if that feels like that's what you wear on a day-to-day -day basis, wear like the clean version of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of times I end up, people will walk in with a look that they didn't, like literally what they came in off the street. And I'm like, we need to do that. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. This is just what I wore here. And I'm like, but do you wear this often? Yes. And I'm like, great, we're going to do that. We're going to start with that because you feel you're most you because yeah. you are just you. You're not trying to play anything. So I'm all about like the more versions of yourself that you bring to it, the better it is. Do you think that people discover themselves as they kind of grow into the business? Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's so funny how everyone outside of Hollywood thinks, oh, you're just going to lose yourself. And it's like, no, you end up in this business realizing like, I need to find my uniqueness, what mm -hmm. makes me the most me. And, and so I do absolutely think the longer you're here, the more you do it, the more you're like, oh, this is me. And this is where I live because yeah. that's how you're going to get cast. And I think there's a lot of pressure when you first come out here, because we have a lot of newer actors who listen. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure to get everything right the first time. Right. And I think there is a lot to be said for learning from past experiences. The annoying part is you have to have the past experiences yeah, first. You so totally. you have to take some headshots that don't do anything for you right. to learn what headshots that don't work for you are. Totally, totally. And I will say something I see a lot happen. People assume it's the photographer's fault. <laughs> when those headshots don't work, they're like, it was the photographer. And it's like, it's not. It's that you, it, they were your first set of headshots and yeah. you didn't come prepared in the way that like, you know, so I see that mm -hmm. a lot sometimes. Like I, I see some clients that like bounce and bounce and bounce from headshot photographer to headshot photographer. Yeah. And it's like, you haven't found you yet. Yes. If that's what you're doing, you know, mm -hmm. like you, 
you're still searching and you're hoping that a different photographer, a different lighting setup, a different background is going to change that, you know? It's true. Um, and I get it. Some people vibe in different ways. Totally. Totally. I feel like once you kind of, it's, it's the shittiest part of this whole thing is that you have to have the bad experiences to understand what the good ones are. Absolutely. And, and not like a bad experience, like a a creepy, weird photographer, which I have had also, but uh, to have photos that don't really do anything for you. Yeah. And you have to understand that it's also not necessarily you. And I think totally. This, I'm totally. sure you encounter this a lot. People being really uncomfortable yeah. or like they're not doing something right. So totally. how do we get people out of their own head? Oh, oh this is what I'm good at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do think being an actor, mm-hmm. b- previously being an actor really helps with that mm-hmm. because I get it. I know where they're at. I know where their headspace. They've either had horrible headshot sessions in the past and therefore they have all this like fear and trauma around it or they've never had a headshot session before and so they're terrified and this is you know my I keep my prices pretty low but to them Mm -hmm. this is very expensive for them so you know I I get it all Um, right and my honest to goodness way of doing it is just by making them act I usually I never said this to you Sam because you don't necessarily need it but (laughs) the minute people are standing in my lights I'm like okay we are actors we are not models we are not going for the most gorgeous photo we are going for the photo that says the most this is a safe space be as weird and as wacky and as silly as you want to be think thoughts say them out loud I do not care I will shoot you I will shoot you I will shoot you we will get something in the middle of that the more (laughs) yeah I will literally shoot your head (laughs) what a funny sentence to say in a Uh, nice way yeah (laughs) but um I'm like I the camera will follow you um the bigger you go, the better chances that on the come down, we're going to get a genuine laugh at yourself. We're going to get all these gorgeous, yummy shots. Mm-hmm. The more willing you are to play with me, the better the result is going to be. So I think once I make the environment like this is play, people go, oh, okay. <laughs> this is a little easier. <laughs> and then on top of it, just my method and how I shoot. I don't, I change my background so quick. I don't use mm-hmm. rolls. I use boards. Like I don't give you time to get in your head. We're shooting, we're shooting, we're shooting. When we get the look, we move on, you know, and mm-hmm. you're changing a character. So it means you're changing your headspace, which means you're not getting in your head. Okay. Um, so that is what I find helps so much with my actors. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you do shoot very fast, which I love. Most people actually really love it because they go whoa whoa and but then I'm showing them and they're like oh my gosh I'm like yeah yeah because yeah, it's same. we're not we're not gonna it's not on camera yeah I think it's easily confused I know a lot of people get worried about losing weight or this or that and yeah. I think it kind of goes back to what you said that it's not your best day ever mm-hmm. it's a good day of you yeah like yeah. eat before you get headshots for God's sake. Yeah, please. It's like chest up. Like, yeah, uh, totally. I, I, <laughs> well, it's just what are you gonna be when you go into an audition? So yes. if you get two auditions a week and you had a glass of champagne the night before, have a glass of champagne before your headshot you. I mean, I'm not saying that, but I mean, listen, have a glass of champagne. Before your headshot <laughs> have a glass of champagne. You it's, know, I, I know some people who have to drink to get their headshots. Yeah, a little bit. that's why a couple just, people do that. Just yeah. take an Uber. I don't care. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever absolutely. brings you down. I think, I think really. I, I f- keep repeating myself, but I think really niche, niching down on what your types is kind of takes that pressure off because then totally. you, when you do put on that outfit, you are being that character. Totally. And like, go, will you talk a little bit about, you say, um, thoughts, which I know we vibe on because we both studied at the same acting yeah, yeah, studio. Yeah, yeah, totally. John Rosenfeld, a uh, previous um, podcast hello. episode also, of this season. Also, I saw your uh, Friday Dare too. I am. I was a Friday Dare for I so long. I wish you were still in I it. I know. Uh, I, th- I, I realized I was just buying my friends at that point. <laughs> I was no longer like actually. I would just show up and be like, "I'm just here to watch." Oh, you just like participate? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Oh, I'm not acting today. I just wanted to be here. <laughs> I just, just want to hang out." Uh, and all the so I was cheese. like, "Maybe I need to not pay money to just hang out with my friends." It's also, uh, like very viable headshot time. It's literally in the middle of the truly day. the only time I shoot. It is the yeah. Oh, by the way, this Friday day class, you guys probably heard me talk about it in John Rosenfeld's episode, but like. You have to be an actor to be able to be free from 1.30 to 5.30 yes. on a Friday. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's so silly. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So I think I find 
um, thoughts are the best thing because mm-hmm. they're quick, they're easy. Um, You're not getting pulled over. It's a police officer in the background. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I didn't do it. Have you ever had a uh, podcast where a siren goes on in the background? You're always like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay. So, for example, if someone comes up and is like, I need um, uh, an army look, like a hinted towards army kind of vibe, man or woman. It's like, great, there are three different versions of that army person that we can do. We can do the, like, tough guy who's been in the army for years, who, you know, knows his shit and doesn't take anyone else's shit. Or you get the guy, and so that is, like, um, a thought could be, uh, you know, almost like a smug, like... (laughs) you don't know what you're doing. You know, like uh-huh. it could be something like that. Um, there's the rookie who just joined and is like, Hey guys, I'm like, you know, I'm just doing the best <laughs> that I can, you know, um, I'm here to fight, you know, or there's the, um, you know, seen a lot of shit who, so their, their thought is, you don't know what I've seen, you know, it, and it's mm-hmm. just changing that one thought. It's the same fucking character, but it's changing the thoughts because you don't know what I've seen is this is us. Um, the rookie is the equivalent of an army show like Brooklyn nine, nine would be, mm-hmm. you know, like a sitcom. Um, a, uh, the tougher guy is, you know, Army Wives or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these different shows. It's, again, what you talked about, the just different shows that you're on. Yeah. So thoughts are so able to help, and it's amazing. Whether they're saying it, the minute I say it and start clicking, it's already, like, it's changed the photo entirely. They might not have to think it, but just the fact that they're hearing me say that, it changes the photo. And then on top of it, if they do, like, repeat it out loud, that's the best, to be honest. Or mm. say it in their head, I see that change too. So it's like there's three levels to it almost. It's like when I say the thought and how their response is to that, then if they think it, I see it. And then if they say it, I see it even more. Oh, yeah. It's that really is interesting. Really yeah. interesting. Yeah. And also Sorry. really easily, easily like attainable advice because. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you want to act on your headshot day? It's, like, uh, like we're all actors. Why are we not? And it's so interesting. It, it makes me really sad. I would say probably only 35% of the people I, I work with actually respond when I say a thought. For the most part, it takes so much to get something out of them. Um, and it's, it just makes me sad. It's like, but you're an actor. Don't you want to be acting? Like, right. I'm giving you the opportunity and it's supposed to be fun and we're playing make-believe, you know? I say a headshot session is supposed to be like... For me, in my, my realm of it is headshots are supposed to be like we're 10 years old again, dressing up, putting on makeup, wearing random costumes, and using our dad's digital camera that just came out. You know, oh like, God. that's how it should be. We're supposed to just be having fun and playing. The reason we got into this, like, the industry is already so hard. This should be the one part that should actually be easy because this is the time you get to play and be the best versions of you. Um, so it just always makes me sad when I see so many people just like not willing to play. And so then I have to come at it from a different angle and find a different way in. And usually it's by like asking them questions, like finding out where they're from and all of this stuff, you know? So it's so everything, like you said, everything else is so hard. Everything. (laughs) And this is the, this is the moment where it's not like when you're on a set and you never get to see the scene you did and they just moving on and here we go. You're literally showing the photos as you take them. You get a gajillion and you're going to pick four or five. Yeah. So I think that alone should maybe ease your mind. And also the worst thing that can happen is that like you take photos again. Like it's not life or death. It's not. Well, I tell everyone and I don't think this is you unanimous for all photographers but I'm like the minute you walk out this door that's not it I'm not just like bye okay thanks for your money get out of here I'm like if for some reason we didn't get a look if we you didn't feel we hit it reach out talk to me like I'm here to accommodate I am from the south I want to lay out the red carpet and make you happy you know that's that's another thing I say I'm like all I care is that you're happy so whatever I can do to make that happen let me know um I don't think that's Uh, all photographers do that but Mm -hmm. that's something I want all my clients to know whether you're going to be a future client or anything is this is not the end all be all if for some reason you weren't having a good day if in the end you were having a really bad day 
call me, let's talk, you know? Yeah. Um, just because I do know, I get it. I know what it's like. I know how hard LA just to live in is, Mm -hmm. you know? So I know my wait list is scary and I know I'm booked out so far in advance and people are so scared to like give up a spot, but like if it needs to happen, let me know, be, be respectful to me and I'm going to be respectful to you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're a person at the end of the day. Yeah. The business is secondary. Totally. Let's walk people through in our last few minutes here, what a really good session with you looks like, like in detail, like they park their car, they come in. Cause I think sometimes, uh, it's like be going into a casting room a second time. Mm. It's less intimidating when you can picture it or yeah. when you know what you're going through. Yeah. So, uh, how, how does your session work kind of from top to bottom, right? Like you email you to get a slot, take mm-hmm. me from there. Uh, so I have an assistant who handles all my scheduling cause I can't do it by myself anymore. Um, she, which I'm, is great, by the way. Yeah. I dream of the day I get an assistant. <laughs> it's well, if you need someone, I know someone. Great. Uh, but it's lovely to have her, and she's so good. Um, but you go through her. It's gonna be a little bit of a wait. I suggest yeah. just wait. If you are drawn to my photos and want to take photos with me, I have seen it happen so many times that people are like. Well, I can't wait that long, so I'm going to go elsewhere. And they end up coming back three months after that and going, those photos didn't work for me. I should have waited for you. And then they have to wait another two to three months. So mm. if you're interested, just stay on the list. Waitlist spots open up all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, but a lot of times you need two to three months to kind of prep and get mentally there, figure out your types, talk to your reps and all those things. Yes. So like a small it, note on that, because I think that is so great. Having yeah. that built in time is not, we get so impatient mm-hmm. to just get, I, and I get that saying, I said that I get so impatient about just getting shit done. It is lovely to know that that is coming, that you have time to watch some TV mm-hmm. and to have meetings with your reps. Yep. And reps might not always also be the most helpful. No. I want people to keep that in mind because they might not always if you haven't made them a lot of money, they might not be able to tell you exactly what, what you are. type is, yeah. And there, I wrote an article um, on One Broke Actress, but there's there's branding workshops, there's mm-hmm. things like that. If you're just totally flummoxed, yeah, that, that it gives you perfect time to like, okay, I have two months to like figure this totally. out. And totally. also it's going to change every couple of years. You're going to have to go back just that way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You hit a new age category and it's like, oh, no, that's, or a type comes up that wasn't around two years ago yes. that all of a sudden you are so perfectly right for. I think there's going to be a lot of sci-fi types coming up. Like, Ooh. so I just think that's something to keep in mind for some people who kind of have like a robotic ish movement face whatever like that might be something that could come cool um, love that just because it, if you watch the Super Bowl look at all the commercials half of them are in CG of some kind um, had some kind of VX, VFX yes uh, yes so just it's only gonna keep happening so yeah you get a session you'll finally come to your session date mm-hmm. the, my favorite clients are the ones that come 10 minutes early not longer than that because I usually am shooting because I only have three hours of light I shoot from it depends on daylight savings but right now it's 11 to 11:45 is my mini session so if my noon session my full session is coming at 11:30, you are taking time away from my actor who is prior to you and you wouldn't be happy if you've that actor was taking time away from you if you had someone coming after you. Um, Mm -hmm. So ideally 10 minutes is perfect. I think that says something similar for casting directors too. You know, you, you don't want to be late. That's for sure. 10 minutes early gives us 10 minutes to actually like sit down, talk about our looks, what we're Mm -hmm. going for. Maybe get yesterday, my client, she brought all these lovely options. She was like, this is what I was thinking for these. And I was like, well, guess what? We also have an outdoorsy look for you. And you didn't even know it. You have a scarf and a handkerchief and you you know, like let's throw that in as well. You have a commercial agent. Great. I know the kind bar, the Jeep, the, you know, Subaru commercials, they're so out there right now. So let's get that as well. You know, sometimes if you bring more clothes, I can get inspired by what you brought. Um, I can see something that maybe you didn't even know you would be great for, but you would be great for. Um, So we'll talk about clothes for about 10 minutes, get you in your first look. I always say, please come here and makeup ready. Um, I used to do makeup artists. Mm -hmm. Um, We used to have room for that, but because we're have were so inundated it would take away I wouldn't be able to do a mini session Mm -hmm. if I if someone brought their makeup or Mm -hmm. hired a makeup artist so we know and we also had some issues with scheduling a makeup artist just didn't show up for a client that we were supposed to have and so I especially because I didn't hire them they hired them Mm -hmm. but then something didn't happen and there was weird communication and it just finally was like I 
can't. You have to coordinate your hair and makeup beforehand. Mm -hmm. Come to your shoot ready, ready to rock. Um, and I have lots of recommendations if yeah. people can't find and hair and makeup. I people. do too. So <laughs> between the two of us, I think we're set. Okay, great. Um, but yeah, so 10 minutes to talk. And then they'll get in their first look. And then we just start shooting. And hopefully we'll get through everything. Usually most people get done at least for a mini session 10 to 15 minutes early, which is shocking. That means we are shooting in 30 minutes. But technically we got done in about 30, 35. We just talked yeah. a little bit longer. Because um, third time clients. So cool. Uh, <laughs> honored. Those are my favorite clients, to be quite honest, are just people who keep coming back. That also, I'm just, if you guys don't know this, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, she does, <laughs> um, which I love. And I do too, so it's, you know, it's it, it works really well. Um, but yeah, and then we usually get done a little bit early. I, I, like I said, I show people their photos throughout the And you shoot at your home? At my place. I specifically shoot at my home, um, A, so that I can still have a life, because if mm -hmm. I had a studio where I could shoot all day long, I would, and I would not start, I would stop enjoying this <laughs> right now. And I think people would become a number. They would just be mm -hmm. a paycheck. Little factory. Yep. Yeah. Whereas I love being able to connect with people and I have about three hours of constant energy to be able to give to people. Yes. And sometimes some people are very easy to work with. And then sometimes people are really hard and it takes a lot more energy from me. So three hours is my ideal. If I did more than that, I would blow my brains out. <laughs> um, and I I don't think we would get the result that we get. Yep. I don't think we would get the true personality because it takes my personality coming out in order for your personality to come out. There's to also say, this is a safe space. There's something know? very cozy about it being in your home. Like yeah, we're changing it. You have a side room that's set aside for um, headshot, changing area, hanging your clothes, accessories, all those things. Mm -hmm. And then you shoot outside, which uh, on different colored boards, which there's just, it's not intimidating. Right. That's the big thing I love. If I had a studio, it would be fussy. It would be downtown. Mm -hmm. Parking would be horrible. I mean, parking's not the best. It's Silver Lake, but it could be worse. <laughs> um, but I do, I fully agree. And it's really nice to hear clients say that too, because it, I do think it just gives a level of, oh, this is your home. Oh, nice. I have one complaint Easy. for you. What's that? I wish you would have let your dog out while we were shooting. I know. <laughs> I'm training her. She's still a puppy. Um, some people like are actually, I've had a couple people be like, please, it's going to actually make me feel good. And I'm like, oh, my oh God. I didn't even think of that. You know, it's but true. for the most part, I'm trying to train her that during this time, mama gets to shoot. <laughs> Probably more efficient. It's just yeah. like a personal taste. Yeah. No, I know. I feel you. I feel you. So if any future clients, if for some reason you're allergic to dogs, please let us know. We have a disclaimer in my website that mm -hmm. says that but she will be put away unless specifically or if you need request. a dog <laughs> <laughs> yes um <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah right. and then people will get their photos I um I usually get them same day it's just a matter of how quick my wi-fi is working your turnaround is blastingly <laughs> quick like, people were like where did you get your photos when did you take them and I was like today <laughs> like what I was like yes today yeah. I try to be quick because a you've had to wait a long time mm -hmm. um to get in with me but b what's the point of sitting on them like if I can upload them right now and get them to you ASAP that means you can get them like we can get them edited mm -hmm. and you can get them up and we can start booking you yes. like why are we gonna wait on that so and I try to edit as quick as possible usually I say two to three days for all of you listeners, I can get them within like a day, usually it's same day, because I don't like getting backed up. There's mm -hmm. nothing worse than getting inundated. And if all of a sudden I'm like, I have 65 edits I have to do, I it almost cripplizes me. Whereas if I get Sam being like, here's my eight, I'm like, great. And I'll knock them out in the next two hours. Well, Be and that's the magic too of your shots being in the daytime. Mm -hmm. It's like then... You yeah. have time to get things done on an efficient manner. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, so even though I only shoot for three days or three hours a day, I'm doing probably another three to four hours of editing a day. So I still mm -hmm. have like a normal day, but I get to do it whenever I want, which is really lovely. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of the shoot. And um, yeah, everybody gets, you get all your high res photos, which I know is a thing that people love to know. Um, yes. Just because... They're not, another thing I say to clients is, uh, the, uh, you get all the high res because I, I'm not the end all be all at the end of the day, 
you're the one who has to look at them. So if you want to edit them yourself or have friends edit them, I do not care. They're your photos. Do what you want with them. Um, I'm ha proud of how they look as they mm -hmm. are. But when I edit, I just pop them a little bit more. Yeah. Make sure that that thumbnail, biggest thing to keep in mind, as much as I'm looking at that big photo, all that matters is that thumbnail. So that tiny, tiny, tiny little pimple you have no one's going to see it, but I'll take it out. But, you know, there are certain things that it just blows my mind that people are, they spot it. And I'm like, wow, you zoomed this in like <laughs> 20 million times in order to find that. Oh, man, there's um, something about staring at your own face just makes you so overly detailed. I, and I fully get it. <laughs> but I'm always like, it's, you know, it's a two inch by one inch size yeah. <laughs> that people see. Pay more attention to your casting and less to your pimples. Yeah. Uh, Leah, there are some questions we haven't hit yet, so I want to do them for our Instagram video Great. for our quick questions. Perfect. Um, your dream. You're such That's a podcast guest. <laughs> That's not a question. Oh, That's meant, a statement. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. no. Your dream. Thank you. Thank, um, you. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Um, yes, absolutely. And your um, nighttime hours. Appreciate yeah. it. Oh my uh, guys, uh, let's pimp out, pimp out your website and your, all of your good stuff if people um, want to be on the wait list. Yeah, Hubner Headshots, H-U-E-B-N-E-R, headshots.com. That's my Instagram. My email is the same at Gmail. To schedule, I will, if you email that email address, I will forward you over to my assistant, who is assistant at HubnerHeadshots.com. Um, if you just have any questions or anything, I sometimes help with styling prior if you reach out and absolutely need. I used to offer that. I find it wasn't conducive for my schedule, but if for some reason it's very hard or and you're brand new, just moved here from Kansas or something, like, I can help, yeah. you know, um, let's talk for a bit, but anyway, and also introduce yourself to me because I used yeah. to live. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Hubner headshots and, um, I used to do a thing called Hubner hound shots. I had my previous assistant helped me start it. We would go to different, um, uh, pet adoption places, rescues that clearly needed better photos. And yes. we would shoot photos of the dogs to try and help them get for their Instagram. And we would post it on our Instagram. So if you want to follow Hubner Hound Shots, that's something you can do because we're going to be starting that back up this summer. My jaw is on the floor. Yeah. Do you so want help? So if anyone needs with volunteers that? or assistant, or if anyone wants to volunteer or assist, I am I, always looking for that. Hi. Yeah. I'll be at yeah. every shoot. Yeah. That is it's so just fun. just something to do to give back because... We love our dogs. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. yeah. All <laughs> Don't call me for a good time. Um, okay, guys. Check out the Instagram video for more of the questions you had me, uh, gave to me for Leah. And um, Leah, we'll talk to you in a bit. Yay. And that brings us to the end of today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Of course, Leah, thank you for all that information, for your time, for your energy, and for being one of my favorite photographers who is also affordable to everyday actors. I love you so much. Guys, you should check out Leah and her shots. All of her information is in the show notes at onebrokeactress.com. Okay, I told you I was going to make a special announcement. Rumroll, please. We are doing self-tapril. Do you guys get that? Self-tape April, self-tapril. <laughs> it's for real. It's happening. Uh, basically, this is going to consist of a bunch of bonus episodes in April along with challenges in self-tapes. Uh, so everyone has homework to do. I'm going to give you specific types of self-tapes we're going to do every single week. I'm going to do the whole thing with you. Um, it's going to be really fun. I'm hoping that I have some extra surprises in store for you over the next couple of weeks that I can announce, but you guys are going to want to be in on this. So make sure you are subscribed to the mailing list at onebrokeactress.com and make sure you stay subscribed to this podcast because we are going to be doing updates of what we have in store. But after this podcast season ends, stay tuned because self-tapril is happening. I was really proud of this name, so I hope you guys like it as much as I do. Okay, we're going to wrap it up for this week. This podcast is created and hosted by Sam Valentine with production help from Laurel Canyon Creative. Our theme song is by the glorious Maggie Zabo. And of course, our amazing sponsor is We Audition. Use code BROKE25 for a $7.50 a month membership. You might be wanting that in self-tapril, hint, hint. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week. <laughs>